The lights come up. The camera focuses. You are somewhere in between, and the reality of your life is on show. We feel compelled to put on a show and give a pleasing performance all the time. And on the stage of life, sometimes it's filled with some award-winning performances that most will never get to see on stage. Sometimes, not all of our stories are all glamour. I am Philip Clark, and I want you to join me today as we unearth the many roles of actors, teachers, singers, artists, lawyers. Writers and much more, as they share their journey and the lessons learned on that journey. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Real Life. Tonight we are tuned into Lights, Camera, Real Life with your host Philip Clark. And we're going to be interviewing one of my talented students, Chris Malachi. And I am so excited to just chat with him as he journeys through this performing arts career. Now, I'd like to start off my program with a lesson that I learned from theater. And my lesson that I'm going to be sharing this evening is that your clothes is your costume. Yes, your clothes says who you are. It indicates something about your character. So you know that every time I put on my clothes, I always try to ensure that I am emitting my style. I'm emitting who I really am. I am actually sounding off and indicating and describing to people, hey, this is who I am. And I think that's why we all should strive to accept, understand our originality and accept who we are as individuals because your clothes is your costume. And my, my, my mantra in life is that always be yourself. Always be yourself. Welcome, guys. Welcome, 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 welcome. It's good to see you all. Now... In the background, are playing a song from the album from one of my from for my guest tonight. He's gonna be on in a little while. Yes, it's Chris Malakai. Fireball, beloved song. Have a play it here. All right, I think my guest is here. So I'm going to bring him on just about now. Chris yes. Malakai is an upcoming talented artist. He's a performing artist. I, I think I would like him to, to describe the kind of music that he is actually putting out there. I, I see him as a, a reggae slash crossover new artists, contemporary artists. And I think part of the reason is because Chris has had a background of the performing arts and has a, a very wonderful introduction of classical and, you know, you know, story writing and storytelling. And I think it comes out in his music. I really want to say I'm proud that he's my 
one of my students in my coaching class and he's he's doing well and he's doing better and he's going on he's moving on and i'm really right here behind him you know so tonight i want to introduce him to you guys and i want him to just talk a little bit about his journey and uh, some of the lessons learned on that journey chris we're gonna go straight into it yes malachi yes the last awesome. time I heard that word Malachi, yeah. you think it come from the Bible, one of the prophets in the Bible, not true? Yeah, that's um, true. So, tell me about that name. Is that your, that's your real name or that's your stage name? That's my stage name, um, oh. Chris Malachi, yeah. Um, it's a name that, it, 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 it really means one who is charged with a message, um, God's messenger. And of course, when I found that name and what it meant, it's something that really resonates with me because I take the message in my music very seriously, you know, um, the words that I put to my music and what I'm expressing and using my platform to do is something that's very serious to me. So I chose that name not only because it resonated, but also to hold myself accountable, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, just as a constant reminder that you know I'm 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 doing this for a reason. Oh, I don't hear that from a lot of performing artists. Holding yourself accountable. Where you come from? No, because I mean that's that, that's an important thing to do in life. And you know, um, if any if 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 anybody know me, I must know myself first. You know, and what I want to put out there. Ah, uh, I like that absolutely. I just want to acknowledge Canada in the house. Welcome, Canada, to Jamaica. <laughs> so you, 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 you got international now, Chris. <laughs> so, Chris, I'm fascinated by the statement you just made a while ago. You have to know yourself before you can put yourself out there. Tell me, how, you, how did you arrive there? How did you get to that place? That place of what? That, that place of what? A place of knowing who you are before you before you end up, before you're gonna embark on a, a performing arts career, a musical career. Mm -hmm. You decide in your head that you have to find out who you are first before you yeah. put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Now, we want to know about the journey to getting to know yourself, or are you still on that journey? I am still on that journey, and I don't think the journey really ever stops. Um, but for me, it starts with um, starts with a lot of honesty. <laughs> you know, being honest with yourself about the things that the things that you really want in life, the things that you believe in, the things that serve you, the things that don't serve you. Um, so that's where it starts from for me um, to really and to really act out of that place. You know, I learn over time that. Honesty is not just about speaking, it's about your actions as well. It's, it's, it's about the things that you stand for and, and just the way that you live, you know, you, you know, it's, you talk about some people living a lie, they can live in truth too. And yeah, that's, that's, that's what I try to do, you know, that's what I try to continue to do. But as I said, it's, a, it's an ongoing journey, you know, right. always learning more about myself and what I want to do. So before you decided you're going to embark on this career, mm -hmm. what were you doing before? 
Well, well, first off, um, I've been doing music forever. I've been do, I've grew up, grew up doing music really. Um, but in terms of doing it as a career, um, I was going pretty much the very average route, you know. I um, got my degree at UA um, in, in general management. Um, then after that, I was working nine to five, you know. And when you talk about living in honesty, <laughs> it was one of them things that reached after a while to be like, hey, is this what I really want to be doing? Is this where I really should be? Um, until, you know, I eventually started to make that move to now I'm here doing music actively. So did you, so did you make that move? First of all, I, I, need, I need to find, I need to hear what went on inside of you because a lot of us get to that place where we have to question ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a poem that says you will meet yourself at the door many times throughout your lifetime. And it's as if you had to confront yourself. And I want to know mm -hmm. about that struggle that you faced. Uh, what did you feel? What did you want to do? What did you do? How did you really come out of that space? Because on a whole heap of we come out of that space to good and proper, you know. A lot of us still walking around living a lie. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, when you realize, boy, I don't think I live. I don't think I live my truth. I don't think I do what I really want to do. And I think that boy, this is going to me. What, what was going on with you? And how did you actually make the shift? All right. Um, well, first off, I always knew that I would end up here at some point. Um, initially, I never know how, I never know when, but uh, music is a thing that I always wanted to do and a thing that I always knew I would get to do full time. However, when it finally got to the point where I was like, okay, if I make a move now, um, it almost happened for me. <laughs> you know, um, I was in my job at the time and it just got to a space where nothing was making sense there anymore. Um, it got to that place where, you know, when the, the cons outweigh the pros and I, I couldn't, like everything was getting frustrating, everything was getting hard. <laughs> You know, and, I remember, and I remember speaking to my mother about it at the time. And she was like, yo, I have problems with my job too, but however, it doesn't make me feel as defeated as you're feeling right now. And no job not supposed to make you feel like that. And because it got to the point where I was feeling defeated as a person because not only did I not like the job, but I knew there was more outside for me to do. And it got to the point where I felt that the only thing that was really holding me back was fear. Because I had my plans and everything, but I just wasn't making that move. And when you talk about, you know, if you won't make a move, then something I'm going to move you. It yeah. got to the point where <laughs> I almost felt like I was being pushed out of that job. Um, it was hard enough, and then everything just started going wrong. And then I said, all right, I'm going to take this as a sign and step out. And since then, I've been developing and well, we're here now. Wow. 
Well, I want to congratulate you on making that step. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends who are on live, I'm talking to Chris Malakai. Chris Malakai is a performing artist, a young, upcoming, talented performing artist, and he is a conscious youth. Him just say a while ago, say, boy, him have to know himself first before him put himself out there. Me don't know if I ever hear that from any other performing artist, but guess what I know? I'm really excited for your interview because I think that I am in the presence of greatness. Chris, you said that you grew up singing all your life, singing from before. What You were what, singing in church? Yeah, um, yeah, I grew up, so I grew up doing music. I didn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily singing all my life. For me, oh. it started with um, playing the keyboard. That started when I was really young. Um, then writing, then singing came last. Um, I started singing for real when I was about probably like 17, 18. Um, by that time, I was, you know, active in other things. But yeah, I've been doing it for a while. I've always been around music. Okay. So 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 when you say you went to your mother and you said, Boy, I don't think this is gonna work out. Uh, you are close to your mother? Yeah, as close as mothers and sons are. <laughs> I mean what's your, what's are your mama's boy? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't describe myself as that. I wouldn't describe myself as that. I mean, of course, I uh -huh. love my mother greatly and I have a lot of respect for her, but mother's yeah. boy, uh, that, that's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> so you decided to make the switch uh, mm -hmm. from... First of all, let me. I, I, I always like to take questions from my audience, you know. So, one, um, this, this sounds like Mars Ricky says, we need to know about the crossover direction and if you were influenced by Kanye's style of music. Whoa. All right. Um, the crossover direction. Well, yeah, definitely inspired by, by Kanye. Um, but for the crossover, for me, is that thing where. I would say growing up in this internet age, I have a lot to do with how I approach music because um, I grew up in a, in, in, in a space where, well, all of us right now, we're in this thing where we have access to every music that was ever created. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> so, and, 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 and that's a rare and beautiful thing and it's a new thing. It's like, so I'm inspired by hip-hop and jazz and gospel and reggae and everything and for me come down to what do i want to express what's the story that i want to tell what's the feeling that i want to have and i always try to put different elements of music of genres in my music in the creative process like i i don't think of genre like that's just not how i process music for me music is music something that you feel something that you express and i try to do it in a way where i can access many different sounds and everything. Uh, I, I, I want to I want to talk a little bit about that. I'm I'm getting from you that statement you made that music is music. Mm -hmm. In your journey, in your journey as an artist, what have you? you, you first of all, 
I, I, I acknowledge that you said, you know, you had to find yourself, you had to know yourself, you know, and it sounds to me like you have learned a couple of lessons. You just said a while ago that fear was the thing that was stopping you yeah. from making decision. And so you have learned to forget about fear, right? Or to manage it at least. Or to, to, to manage it because, you know, it's, it's always there, you know. It's, it's always there, but is that no, really, it's always there. But you made a step and now you're here and I, and I think you, you're happier. Yeah. Don't? I would say so. What are some of the lessons that you could share from that experience this, of making the transition? Um, a few things. Um, one. All right. So sometimes before you do something, you, you know, you get, you, you, you get kind of stuck in your head about who might not understand, who might support you and who won't support you. I have learned in my own experience that when you actually step out and start doing things for real, You'll be surprised to see how much people are there to support you. Some of the some of the, some of the very same people you think wouldn't understand, they might them turn the biggest supporter. Some of the people you think would understand, <laughs> um, they're probably not so there for you. Um, so if anything, I think this process is teaching me who is really there, you know. Um, also. Don't take it for granted the people that you might inspire um, when you start doing what you really love. Um, I hear it every now and again, and it's always, it's always a pleasant surprise, you know? Um, people always coming up like, hey, I see what you're doing, and I really respect it. And the third thing, there's probably more, but the third thing is that, you see this music thing, um, and I say it's definitely a thing that tests every single aspect of me. <laughs> um, it is it, it, a thing where you have to really, it force if you look at yourself, it tests my leadership skills, it tests my resourcefulness, my patience, um, it tests my relationships, it tests so many things. And that's one of the things that I talk about, oh, you have to know yourself before other people know you. Because this music journey put me in that space where I have to be constantly assessing myself. Um, not just on the music front, but in everything, you know. So yeah, when you when you when you, when you step out and start doing things, you're gonna have to face yourself, but you're gonna have to, you're going to learn a lot from it and it's that space of growth as well. So ten out of ten would recommend follow your dreams. Wow. Well said. Well said. You talk a lot about you talked about being of, of being inspired of being inspiring. Yeah. Who is who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um my family inspires me. Um I was blessed enough to grow up in a family with a lot of leaders, you know. Um a lot of a lot of pastors in my family, a lot of you know, upstanding okay. citizens in my family and so, so from a young age, you start to realize. the word Malachi, messenger of God. <laughs> exactly, that's 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 where the inspiration is from. Oh, and from whoa. a young age, you, you grow up coming up, you 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 grow up learning that the importance of a platform. You, you, 
you know, the second you take the mic to speak out, people are there who are really listening. Um, so that's always an inspiration for me. Also, music inspires me, um, of course. Um, anytime I find a new artist that is, you know, just doing something interesting, um, something that always push me. Um, what else inspires me? Um, my friendships inspire me a lot. Um, and my different relationships. I find that even now, um, the things that I'm writing about aren't just random things. I can tell you who the songs are about in my life. I can tell you conversations that come from yeah. talking to that really, really yeah, direct experience. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So you 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 you're a, as a young performer as a young performer in the in this revolution of reggae it happening in Jamaica and I say revolution I refer to a new wave of <laughs> young artists who are to me pushing the buttons and recreating reggae music in such a different style coffee being one of them mm -hmm. do you think that as young people now you have uh, a different message and what what, what what do you think is happening among you as young people and what are you bringing to the table and why is that um Different message. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it's so different. More of a continuation. I think. Mm -hmm. I think a beautiful thing about this generation is that it's totally cool and alright to be yourself as an artist. Um, you find ah. you, no, you no longer have to fit a particular mold to to, okay. to, to, to 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 be successful. It's like. I feel like just a few years ago, either you're in a the rasta box or I have to make bad man shoon or girl shoon. And that's it. Now I see more space coming up for unique identities. Um so I think that's the I think that's the that that that's that's the defining mark of this generation. Um Everybody is a little bit different, and that's a wonderful thing. What 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 contributes to that, though? What contributes to that? Yeah, well, that, that that kind of a, that kind of an independent spirit sort of thing. Well, you know what? Um, anything that you see happening in music or in the art space is just a reflection of what is going on in real life. Um, I feel like just the whole mindset of youth in general mm -hmm. is to be bold about what you really stand for and to just be who you are. Um, our generation will grow up hearing that we're unique and we're special and everything. So when we turn adults, we can we, we internalize a lot of those things and we're going to fight for that. Um, is awesome thing to be able to fight and stand and be yourself. Sometimes just being is a form of revolution as well. I think so. To have the wow. space and the safety to just be. Right. And you can't take That's... it for granted. Our forefathers couldn't just be. You know? 
but we have the freedom to do that and to make something great out of it. So Zali is a journey, you know. That's a powerful statement, man. That's a powerful statement to be. Boy, may I tell you, you know, that is one thing that a lot of us struggle with, you know, just being. As yeah. you said earlier, living truth. Some of us live lies, so why we can't live truth too? But I mean, it takes so much out of you to live the truth than to live the lie. It, it might take a lot, you know, but please say, uh, All right, if, if, if you've ever told a lie before, you understand that you have to keep on building the lie, building the lie, building the lie, finding a story. Yeah. When you're just honest, you don't have, you don't have to worry about all of that. <laughs> you know, you don't have That's to true. find the story. So, 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 so if, it, if you take that into real life, for instance, me, I remember, for instance, when people would ask me, hey, so, you know, yeah, this job know what you want to do and you know i would have to try so hard to find that story to say hey you know you know this you know in this company i hope to be a manager in some sense and in five years i wanted this and i was literally learning how to build a lie i remember going into interviews and literally trying to find that story to be like okay because i'm gonna ask him a five-year plan what am i gonna tell him i can't tell him say, go. so i sing my wa sing and yeah. I remember of trying to find that story. But now it's like living in that truth is, it can be difficult because, you know, you don't have no space to hide and the safety net is gone and everything, but the truth will set you free, you know? <laughs> you know Amen, uh, brother. The truth bring, will set you free. What I mean, I did say you, yeah, I tell you, you're you spitfire tonight. The Holy Spirit is upon you tonight, man. <laughs> tell you, you see you? <laughs> no, sir. My friends, on IG Live, I'm talking to Chris Malakai. Chris Malakai is one of those talented young performers that I personally admire. And I'm telling you, this evening, I'm, I've even grown more to respect him because he is just really a, a, a beacon of light to the young persons and young performers out there. And I'm going to encourage you, Chris, to keep it up. Chris, you have a song named Fireball. I mean, like, one of the, one of the verses, it says, Nah, be no killer. Nah, be no scammer. No, me can't DJ. No, so you have to go DJ for me. Daddy, have a proud. Build a dream for mama. Question. Were you ever influenced to be a scammer? No, not... <clears throat> not me personally. Um, that's not necessarily my personal reality. However, um, it's just a, a wider statement to come back to living in that honesty. We can all agree that <laughs> scamming is not an honest living. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that, that song, the, the, the real message of that song is it's a thing where when you look at young people and youth in general, um, you find that we have a lot of, a, lot, a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of passion, a whole lot of spirit, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, on one hand, if it, 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 it depends on how you channel situations. On one hand, it, that, that energy and that passion can turn, can turn into 
bitterness and anger. But if you channel it the right way, we realize say, oh, yeah, star. And that same energy and that fire and everything can be something great. That audacity is what really bring us forward as young people. That's what make young people special. So I chose to really focus on that. And is a is a is a mindset that really encouraging pretty much this whole new project that I'm working on right now to realize that um us as young people we have a whole lot we have a whole lot of potential and a whole lot to do. But it's up to us to really make that decision to channel that energy in the right way and to find our right on a, to to tap into our real potential and not to fall to the pressures of the world and to fall to everything that yeah. says hey you know that anger is only that that passion is only good for anger that passion is good for greatness too yeah when you because when you say when you see we light up the path when you see we light up the fire tell me all them are gonna stop the youth from shining yeah we are star nobody can stop the youth from shining yes we are star you know when i first heard it i thought you know this sounds like arrogance but you know it's 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 owning your it's owning who you are as you said the potential you know it's that audacity is that audacity hmm? and is that audacity and that boldness that only young people can carry so well you know old people, old people can't carry that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's but it start from a young and then you grow into it and you mature. But when you're young, it, it's just raw and exciting and everything. And so yeah, we are star. Yeah. And as you said, to own that. Yeah. And so, star so, so means so many things. Star, star, star is star is being a beacon of light as well. You know, it's not just a boastful thing. So what contributed to you? getting to a place where you own that. You just, you, you just suddenly wake up one day and you realize, say, you're a star, you, you own this, you own... Where did that come from? Because, you know, my one, enough young people are listening to you right now, you know. And I don't think a lot of them feel mm. as empowered as you are right now. And they're going through... A lot of waves. When you're young, you go through a lot of ups and downs and dilly dally, and you know, you don't know where you're there if you if you are coming, you go. So I want to know how did you learn that? Where did you get that from? How you reach this up? Well, for me, um, one of the important things for me was to find like-minded people. Um, to find the tribe. That that tribe. It's important because everybody everybody have that potential, but some people have never been like you'll be surprised to see how many people haven't been in a space where people actually believe them. We believe in them, sorry. And people will actually nurture what they see and the potential and thing. Um so for me, yeah, it was it it it, it was living until I could find people like that. Um so for instance, um when you talk about that tribe and identity, for me, being a part of the group, um, the quilt, for me was a big thing um, because that was the first space I, I, I was in where a lot of young people were there who were being... Okay, tell us about habits. Quilt. What is Quilt? Quilt Performing Arts, huh? Quilt Performing Arts Company. What yeah. was that experience? What did that experience teach you? 
what that experience taught me. So when I got into quilt, um, I was in first year university. And as I That's said, at you, yeah. As I said, everybody was young. Um, the director probably just turned 30. Um, and, and this and, and it's a 10 year old company. Um you know, and it was one of the first places I I got in where everybody was extremely passionate and and really just working for what they wanted to be. Um, and it was very intense as well. It was the first place we come in where we had all eight hour rehearsal and 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 one whole heap of something. And I realized the the work that goes into making something good and the research and the dedication and all of these things. Because I grew up, I would say somewhat, I'm, I'm naturally talented. It, because I've always been around it, but it was that space that showed me that talent alone is not enough. <laughs> you know, it take, it, it, it take you doing all the work and going through the sleepless nights and challenging yourself and growing and all of that. And Quilt was a space that for me was... They, they do that consistently, you know, um, until now I realize that excellence is not just a luck thing. Excellence is a habit. You know, it's, it's, it's something that, I feel that you have to keep on challenging yourself to do and be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for that experience. I'm happy for you for that experience because as a theater man myself, you know, say, you know, what are the benefits of really indulging in the yeah. practice of theater? Yeah. And I am sure it has helped to shape you as a performing artist. Tell me the ways. All right. So when you when, when, when so so quilt does device theater. Um right. Does what? Device theater. Uh-huh. Um, Tell us what is that? So basically, that's a thing where they use all of the forms. So, 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 so it's music, it's movement and dance, it's acting, um, and it's all of those in going on at the same time. Um, so me being in Quilt, learn that your talent is not necessarily, and your creativity is not necessarily one singular thing, um, you know? Um, so the way I approach my creativity now, um, your acting ability, I have to tap into that sometimes when I want to deliver a song the right way. Um, but then I'm also a writer, so sometimes that takes me doing a lot of the research. You know, um, I'm also a singer and a musician, so that takes me, you know, listening to the music and practicing enough to find my own voice. And you realize over time that, as I say, creativity is really a whole dynamic thing and it's really a whole lifestyle and a mindset. It don't stop, it don't stop, and it don't start when you reach the stage. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's um, a production. It's, it's a whole production. <laughs> And 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 the first one was it's a lifestyle, you know. It is a, it is a lifestyle um, because, especially as I say in Quilt, um, just that resourcefulness, um, you know, um, where you might not have the budget, but you have to make something great. How you go to that? Um, you find a lot of ideas out of the scarcity and what you don't have. Um, 
because as I said, this is a group of young people coming together to do something. So it wasn't always oh everything at our disposal. And right. coming right. into coming into me now as an artist, you learn different things. How do I how do I how 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 how, how do I make this song? I don't have no budget. How do I um deliver a good show? I can only afford a guitarist today. <laughs> you know, I can't afford the full band. How 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 do I deliver it in such a way that we're not missing yeah. anything? And and that is where that creativity is more than just the song where you're putting out. Is 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 how you can look at limited resources and make something. Say what two plus two equal five. Tell me about it. You would know. You would you 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 know. <laughs> Absolutely, shoestring budget. You have Absolutely. to make you make you have to make paradise with a on a shoestring budget. Exactly, and make the audience don't miss a thing. Oh, absolutely. The audience is always in awe. Yeah. It, it, performing. Tell me about mm. performing as an artist. Uh, what does performing... You know, one of the things I always say, every time I go on stage, I learn something. Mm. What is it like for you? Performing? Yeah. Um, for me... Sorry, you're you're recording. Yeah, yeah, for me, performing means it's not just a is is it's it's not just putting on a show. Um, for me, performing is um telling a story and finding a way to connect to that story personally and really living and 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 speaking that truth. So 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 yeah, when you talk about performing for me like because i'm a shy person you know right um i'm not the type of person who run down attention however i found in my early days of performing that when i fully get into it and when i'm let it stop being just oh a show and i'm trying to impress and everything for me that's when the fear goes away um so that's what that's exactly so that's what performing teaches me that it it there is a space to be honest and that's really what connects when you're real oh. that's what people are really looking for yes it, the, the place of vulnerability that place of vulnerability that that's the word i was looking for that's the <laughs> word for, that space of vulnerability when you can bring that out on a stage it really that's that that's 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 when you start making a difference mm. yeah when when you when you write in your song look straight in my face look straight in a bad man face when i move it's a god man place my only talk truth when i style and trace my only run road when i run rat race <laughs> Uh, I want to know about writing. You know, a lot of times people write and get frustrated. What's your process? And I'm sure you've learned quite a number of lessons, just writing and rewriting and writing and rewriting. Tell us about that. 
As you said, writing and rewriting. That's a lesson I'm learning right now. Let me tell you about writing and rewriting. So where we met? We met at the um, MIR um, group. Right, that's what Masters in Residence program. Masters in Residence, yes. So I was in the songwriting class as well. And one of the most important things I learned from then, and just from Mikey, is that your writing is not just about, oh, who can make the fanciest and most complex line and all of that. Like, you can have, have all of these things, but the most important thing about your writing is communication. Um can people understand and resonate with what they're saying? Just like if you're having a regular conversation with somebody. Mm. Maybe the best thing sometimes, yes, you want to be intelligent and you want to be witty and everything, but sometimes sometimes a simple line can hold more weight and resonate than 40 pages of poetry. You know? That's one thing I learned so much. Mm. You need to connect. You need to communicate. You are speaking to somebody. <laughs> you know? And and also it's not, about, it's not about you. It's not about you. Else you can just sit down in a closet and just sing your own song and and, and 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 please your own ears. Um and the whole thing about rewriting too is a thing that I'm learning now as well, where you can't be so attached to your own music and your own words that you're scared to strip something back and recreate it. You know, you must always understand what it is that you're trying to come across and, and don't stop until you find the most effective way to do that. So sometimes what that means is you might write a song two years ago. When you look at it back now, you realize that not everything connects to who you are now. You realize uh, you might want you might want to shift this message a little bit. You might want to that. So pretty much all of my songs now are anything that I do right now you have verses and lines and stuff that don't make the final cut. And it's a new thing for me. Usually, it was a one write and done. But now, the process is a lot more, you know, deliberate. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, friends all, we're talking to Chris Malakai. Boy, what a youth. No, sir, Chris, you are going, you know. Chris Malakai, performing artist. You yes. have a single called Fireball. I may just mm. read a while ago. I just read a couple lines from it. Tell me if you don't like it, the song now, and tell me if you don't want to ask any question because the boy has mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to one question, I think. Okay, I don't. All right, let me see if there were any questions. Because I want to ensure that my people them ask them questions, you know. No, no, um. I think no. somebody asked a question, but right. oh yeah, uh, Mas Ricky, him did ask a second question. Okay, well, I trying yeah, to man. find it. I can read it. Him said, "Ball seems, go ball seems to be stylistically different from the style on the EP, less crossover." <laughs> Was that a conscious decision to change the style? All right, so ball, so 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 as I was explaining to you before, it's two songs: yeah, Fireball and Ball. Um, ball is the the more it's more closer to a traditional reggae style. Um, for me, it wasn't super deliberate to say, okay, let me change this from what I was doing before. But it's more a thing where 
that's just a style that connect. Um, for me, when I say I don't necessarily approach music in genre, it's not that I'm not trying to make a reggae song. It's not that I don't love reggae, <laughs> you know, but what it means is just that I'm not limited to that. Um, mm-hmm. so, so sometimes it's important to go back to that more regular format because, you know, it. it's always there for you to utilize. So, yeah, that's that's my answer. Okay, okay. So tell me something. How you how you been dealing with the present COVID-19 pandemic? Just before you answer, uh, there's a quote that I took from Tony Morrison, the writer. I was reading her book just today, but yeah, continue. Yeah, I actually posted it on my IG page. You know, she says that now is the time for artists to go to work because we are the ones who heal. I'm paraphrasing, who heal the nation. You know, Mm. we need to know right. We need to use language. Now is the time. We don't need pity. We don't need to, you know, to, to be sad. We need to bond together and we need to create because the world now needs us. And I've always believed that the artists are the savers of the nation. May yeah. I ask the question of the day? I mean, if you're an essential worker, people they, they want to take me on. But I want to know from you, you know, because those, those words a while ago are very inspiring. And, you know, mm. a lot of us would be listening to people's songs during the lockdown. How have you been dealing with it? And what do you think your role is um, in this time? Well, I've been dealing with it. It's two different things going on at the same time for me, right? On one hand, I would say for the most part, just my creativity is in a very good space. Um, wow! Like, like, wow. yeah, like, like, good to know. like, creatively, I'm very productive right now. Um, and just that level of clarity, I guess, just being forced to sit down with yourself. <laughs> At this point right now, it's forcing me to to really search and find the things that I really want to say. And, you know, the world in a lot of turmoil right now. A lot of things going on that we don't understand. And for me, it's that realization that I think the role of the artist is that we, it's like we document things, you know, we tell those we, we, we tell that story that might not come out in other ways because any art that is going on in in, in, in a specific time is always a reflection of what's going on. Even whether directly or indirectly. So you know, if it come out as a love song that shows what we feel about love right now, if it come out as a social commentary that says how we feel about you know, power and all of them thing there. And now is that space when I really been tapping tapping into a lot of those things and finding how I want to speak and what I want to put in my music more. You know, I'm gonna learn just that importance of thoughtfulness and empathy in my music. And I really been leaning into that a lot. Um for me, you know, on the other side now. It's tough at the same time too because it's like creativity is great, but the industry part of it is tough right now. You know, um 
at the beginning of the year, I had these plans for, you know, all right, shows and this and that and that. So now I'm at this place where it's like, how can I find other ways to be resourceful? Because when you, when you talk about, oh, creativity, don't just stop. Don't, isn't limited to the stage. It forces me to right now to see what else can I do, you know? How else can I find income? You know, how else can I challenge myself to be creative in 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 another sense? Because it's funny, it's it's it's, it's we've been in this space for months, but it just hitting me now that okay, we're going to be here for a while. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it did just start. You say, all right, you yes, know, sir. couple months away, all right, but now it's like this. How is things going right now? I don't. I feel like. The music and entertainment part go a bit very last to go back to normal. So how can we, as musicians and creative people, continue to be creative, but also be open to the idea that your creativity, as I said, is not just limited to the arts. So I'm in that space of still forget, figuring out and searching for that part because we don't fully find the answers yet, but as creative people, we find answers eventually so i'm on that path that's, right the, journey. that's the journey you know that yeah. that is a journey uh as, as, as we go through we'll learn and we learn not just about ourselves but we learn okay how am i going to diversify myself yeah you know, because that's where it's at chris it was great. It was just I. I can't believe that the hour the the hour finished already. The hour finished already. I I, I can't believe it. I I can't believe that. I mean, I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, what? I don't understand that. Chris, I mean, it was just so great. My my guests, I want to thank my my friends. I want to thank you for coming on. Yes, and my friends yeah, as well. Yes, and Chris, your your friend, your tribe, there, man. Your tribe, yeah, I support yeah. you. Yeah, man, I'm rolling, man. Yes, me like that. Me like that. Me like that. Me like answer that. Answer two questions like... here. Me can answer some of these questions. Okay, yeah. What, what is your recording process like? I saw that question, yes. Yeah, my recording process right now, um, well, first of all, I, I've been recording a lot at home. Um, um, so my recording process is right now is yeah really understanding how i want to deliver my music um yeah that's that's that, that's it right now i feel like every time i record a song i kind of playing a character or trying to tell a story um so a lot ah. of that is a lot of that is understanding what the emotion needs to be and how that comes across in my melodies and my delivery and everything um and of course the regular where you know i have a drink up my tea uh, for the more vocal warm-ups and thing, but them thing there is just sharpening the tool. For me, it's, right. it's a lot of it is a mental game, and you realize that when you're voicing and everything, it's so many dynamics that you can do with your voice. I'm learning right now the different things. Sometimes you whisper, sometimes you bellow, sometimes, sometimes you know, you all have to do a little off-key thing. <laughs> different things. Just to make sure, say, yo, you're communicating as you need to do. Yeah, and I think it's part of being real too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's part of being real. Another question here. Who is your biggest influence in music? Hmm. 
Boy, that change every day, you know. Um, <laughs> that change every day. Whoa. But right now, um, all right, so Kendrick Lamar is a big influence for me. Um, just Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, man. Um, as a writer, he's so impressive. And also, he's an excellent in people. That if you check it in, really playing characters and telling stories, you know, and he's one of them people that him can make any song, you know, and still have a strong message. Um, Kranix is one of them people that for me too, who I find very inspiring. Because, like, when I look upon Kranix and the things I'm doing, I put Kranix next to any artist in the world. He's not just, oh, he's a reggae artist. The level of quality and what I'm doing is at a very high standard. And that, them thing that influenced me because he's, you know, I'm not too far from me. You know, we're both youths growing up in Jamaica. And right. that's that the excellence is there. Um, Kanye has been an influence, has been, has been an influence musically. Um, just coming up, Kanye was that guy who was always being himself. You know, and as a youth growing up, that, 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 that's, that's... the risk of being... Risk of being ostracized. At the risk of being ostracized, he's more being ostracized. No, <laughs> um, but growing up, you, you know, you can't take it for granted. Just who he who he is in the industry. Meaning, there's nobody else like him. There's nobody else like him, and he's always been that boldly. And that rub off on me, where it's like, don't be afraid to be different. Um, so them three people there, um, Kanye, um, Kendrick, and Kranix. Yeah. But in general, I only listen to a whole heap of different music. Yes. Don't whole be afraid to be you. And I'm and I and I don't I know if you're gonna repeat this now because I usually ask my guests before we close to speak to one young person that's watching now and to. Wait, what sorry, is that? Huh? To, to, to speak to what? Sorry, the crack up. To speak to one young person, one young person that's listening now, and what is it you would like them to know? What one important thing you would like them to know? Um, I would like them to know. So. A lot of times when we look on and see people doing inspiring things and great things, sometimes we don't quite understand that everybody dealing with their own fears and everybody dealing with their own things are holding them back and making it difficult for them. You know, when people doing things, we kind of just take it for granted. And even sometimes look at it to say, oh, me can't do that. But then when you look at it, you realize that it's hard for everybody and everybody have their own challenge. So for one thing I would want to tell anybody listening right now is to start, you know, to start and to start doing it, you know, and you realize that there's not much, you know, that distance between you and greatness it's not that far as you would think, you know. 
you can start, you don't have to wait till you have all of the answers, you don't have to wait till you're perfect, you don't have to wait till precisely, precisely. Start. Well, eight seconds left, so on. Tell yourself, big up yourself, Chris. Thank you for being here. Take care.